Our EU trade deal has been officially signed as our Prime Minister starts his week in Europe as well. The government, for their part, are busy spinning the upside, given Australia's, of course, walked away from their side of the deal. We don't get everything we want. Um, we sometimes we get what we need, and actually, you know, we went right to the wire, pushing them as far as we could. We're a market of five million people. Um, Australia's considerably larger, and so every country will negotiate with the coin that it has. And we don't have a lot, uh, but we got a pretty good deal. Former Trade Minister Tim Gross is with us on this. Tim, morning to you. Good morning. Simple out of ten question. Ten, it's perfect. One, it's a bust. What do you reckon? Oh, I'd give it about a seven. Uh, overall, there's some very useful stuff inside that agreement, but on the most contentious aspects of it, which is the beef and the dairy, or certain dairy items, we're dealing with the EU, which has still got massive protection, and the idea that we were going to make some transformational deal in those areas, I think, is just not realistic. So, yeah, 7 out of 10. Should we have pushed harder like the Australians? Oh, look, um, first of all, the trade negotiations are actually conducted by senior officials. Ministers don't actually really negotiate tariff line by tariff line. Now, I know all the officials. I used to be a chief negotiator myself uh, before I went into politics. It's a tough call. You can be sure that they pushed as hard as they can. And at the end of the day, it's a very subjective judgment. Do you get two bites at the cherry? Very often in trade, you don't. So I, I, I'd rest on their judgment. Okay, so having said that, is this one of these deals that's going to grow like the Chinese deal in 20 years, it'll look completely different to the way it does now, or is the EU the EU? I don't think there's any chance of this developing along those lines. The other side of this deal that nobody's talking about is the pitch and pair agreement with the UK. Now that potentially is transformational. This sounds a little bit odd, given that we've got 65 million people in the UK and 300 million in the EU. Mm. But the UK deal goes to complete free trade over a long period of time. That will be more important to New Zealand's trading trajectory than the EU deal. I'm not knocking the EU deal. I'm just saying it's it's useful, but not transformational. And I think, you know, given that New Zealand's got, I think it's the largest current account deficit in the OECD at nearly 9%, yep. we need to support everything we can do to support our exporters over the long term. Was it, in fairness, always going to be this way? When you've got a collection of 27 countries, many of whom, as you write, I mean, the French all by themselves, for example, are never letting cheese and butter and all that sort of stuff for fairly obvious reasons. They're not changing. They were never going to change. We got what we got. Well, that's that's how I see it in the in the highly restricted areas. But there are areas we've made a lot of progress on. Even in the sheep meat deal, I quite like the deal that was struck because I think it's a bit of an insurance policy on China if China turns south on sheep meat. So no, I mean we were never going to get complete free trade in those highly protected sectors. Even the United States, if they hadn't given up on trade, uh, wouldn't be able to achieve that, in my view. <laughs> What's your view on the whole free trade story at the moment? In in in, in this 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 vexed world of geopolitical change? Well, I mean, the really big issue here is where hell is the United States going? And uh, not only is the most important economy in the world, but also traditionally the leader of trade liberalization. They're just walking away, well, frankly, at this stage. I don't want to get into the complexities of this strange beast called the Indo-Pacific Economic Framework, but it does involve trade agreements that have trade liberalization. So we're pushing ahead as best we can. I think we've made a lot of progress in the last 30 years. Uh, this is not really a partisan issue in any sense whatsoever in New Zealand, thank God. 
that's why we make a lot of progress in it. So I think we're reasonably well placed, and uh, but we'll watch and be able to do very little about the most important factor, which is where is the US going to land in the long term. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6 a.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.